Hello, everyone. This is Christine Rodriguez with Astrology Now Podcast. Before we get started with the segment, I want to let you all know that I have a module two training coming up in 2020. Um, some of the feedback that I got with my first module one training was that it was a ton of information to take in in two days. And so by the end of the training, I was so excited to see that people were making really good assessment of charts and they seem to really be getting it. And so I'm so glad that it seems to work, but I do want to give more time and space for you all to practice and absorb. So for this training coming up in 2020, it's going to be spaced out between two weeks. Uh, we will be meeting on April 25th, 2020 at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time, and that's a Saturday. And we will meet again the next week on May 2nd, 2020. Same thing, 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. So it's two Saturdays. I hope that you can make it. If you're interested in more information or signing up, you can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. All right, enjoy your segment. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and this segment is all about having the moon in the sign of Leo. And so please keep in mind, I am a Vedic sidereal astrologer, and so having moon in Leo, um, the qualities, I believe, will stay the same from Western and Vedic, but I, I do observe Vedic astrology, and so if you are interested in knowing where your moon is placed in accordance to Vedic astrology, you can go to my website, innerknowing.yoga and click on chart. You can calculate your chart and see where your moon is astronomically, where it was astronomically at the moment of your birth. And if you want to learn more about the difference between Western and Vedic astrology, I have two different podcasts on it and there's tons of information on the internet. So moving forward, having the moon in Leo, something that I've noticed personally is that so many incredible teachers have moon in Leo. And so, of course, when we are looking at Vedic astrology, we always want to look at the nakshatra as well. And so I kind of attribute this to the nakshatras. Um, within the sign of Leo, there is the nakshatra magha, and it has to do with tradition and lineage, teaching things of that nature. And so I feel that if you have the moon in Leo, especially in that nakshatra, it can really give this incredible ability to teach and lead because Leos are natural leaders. They can make decisions easily and they feel good about it. You know, like Leos are such confident leaders because they really trust themselves. They trust what they know. They trust their intuition. They trust that they can do it, which is such a powerful thing for Leo. And if there are Leos in your life, it's really important to acknowledge that they can do it and that they do well and kind of praise them for their work and what they're doing because Leos can take like two turns and they can take one turn where they have a lot of support and they have people acknowledging them and recognizing them. And then they run with it and do really well. Like they will believe what they're hearing, but if they get criticized um, and put down, then they can kind of turn direction and turn like very introverted, very shy, less sure of themselves. So it's really important to provide the people around you or yourself. If you have Leo moon, with appropriate assurance and support because Leos can do it. They have everything that they need. They just need to be recognized. Uh, Leos really do thrive off of recognition from others. So moving forward from that tangent, um, they're also very generous 
And I think that that also is an attribute that makes them a good leader. They're very generous and they think about the people around them, how they can serve the people around them, what they can do to make the environment better. They're larger than life. When they step into a room, Leos don't need to try to be acknowledged. It's very easy for people to notice them. They get attention very easily. They recognize very easily. And a lot of the time they get respect very easily. Um, they're courageous and they're also very charming. They really know how to charm and woo people. When you think about Leo, their symbol is the lion. So they take on those leonine qualities of being loyal and, you know, taking care of their own and standing out. They're kind of, I heard a teacher say this once, I forget which teacher it was, but they said that like Leos are born to shine. And so again, they're just shiny people. They, they're outspoken. They can be loud. They can be extremely competitive. If they're in an athletic field, they can do extremely well in athletics. Something else that Leos do and are really good at is performing arts. So if you think about the fifth house, the fifth house is creativity, performance, dance, music, anything creative that we're putting out into the world. And it's also our children. Leo is the fifth sign of the Zodiac. So Leo, the sign, influences that house. That's where the house gets its qualities is from the sign of Leo. So Leo shines in acting, improv. Um, if you're into improv theater, uh, comedy, they're just good at getting on stage and shining, directing, filming, photography, modeling, anything that actually uses the physical body of expression can be seen with Leo. Let's see on the negative side, you know, Leos can be a little bit vain. They can be a little bit self-indulgent, um, a little bit prideful. It can be very difficult for Leos to acknowledge when they're wrong. Um, if it's like a, a minor oopsie, it's, it's very difficult for them to acknowledge it. If it's a really big mistake, Leos can come forward and say, hey, you know what? I made this mistake. This is what happened. They can take ownership for it. And usually people can forgive them relatively quickly because they're so easy to rely on. People believe in their ability to bounce back. There can be that fickle nature and arrogant nature. They are going to be very, if, if you're a Leo moon and you have children, children are going to be extremely important to you. Your family is extremely important to you, who you are directly connected to. And the people who you allow in your life on an intimate level become your family. Your friends are your family. Your coworkers can be your family. People who you let in uh, past a certain boundary become your own. And you'll work diligently to protect them and take care of them. I really, I have a lot of appreciation and respect for Leo. I'm not kidding about the teacher's thing. If you find a teacher that you love, look at their moon, may, maybe Leo. <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with Kino McGregor. Um, she's, a, she's a really popular Ashtangi yoga practitioner. She has like a, a several planets in Leo. One of my favorite teachers of all time has moon in Leo. Um, a few of my favorite teachers actually like 
several of them. And so that could be a me personal partial thing, but you look out, see, see who resonates with you. But of course, depending on where moon is placed in your chart, it's going to act a little bit differently. So if you have moon in Leo in the first house, of course, this brings that intuition. It really heightens all of those qualities we've been talking about because this is an emphasis on you and your personal identity. So you and how you think and how you feel is directly related to how you present yourself in the outer world. If you have moon in Leo in the second house, there's going to be a lot of emphasis on gain, financial gain, personal gain, comforts of the home, having assets. You're going to take a lot of pride in those things. Anything that you can accumulate on your own, um, you may be a little bit flashy with it. And this also gives a release a divine sweetness of speech with moon in the second house. Generally, if you have moon in Leo in the third house, this is wonderful for performance. Oh my God. This is great for public speaking, motivational speaking, coaching, such a grand sense of courage with this, always able to speak your mind in a really articulate and understandable, digestible way where you can really relate with people. And this is, of course, if the moon is doing well, okay? If you have moon and Leo in the fourth house, this is really good for inner happiness. Um, there's going to be a lot of pride when it comes to your family and your lineage, your mother, maybe someone who you have a lot of respect for and who really taught you a lot about strength and standing up for what you believe in. And a close connection with the mother can be seen here as well. If you have moon in Leo in the fifth house, this is excellent for education. I mean, really good for education, really intelligent, really sharp. It's also really good for public performance and creativity and children. If you have moon in Leo in the sixth house, this is really great for service work. And I was talking earlier about Leo's needing to be acknowledged for their accomplishments and for their work. This is like twofold here in this house. So you may even be prone to being a little bit of a workaholic, um, highly creative, highly service oriented. There may be an emphasis on pets, a lot of compassion. Okay. And maybe some health issues, maybe some health issues around phlegm. Like you may get congested easily or kind of hack stuff up. If you have moon and Leo in the seventh house, this is Oh man, one of my good friends has this. I, I, she just popped into my mind. Um, and this can bring a lot of empathy and compassion to your relationships. The relationships that you're in are going to be, because the moon is in Leo in the seventh house, you are really going to seek partners that have Leo nine qualities. You're going to want people who take care of themselves, who take care of their people, who are reliable and loyal and charismatic and can shine and who can make you look good. Frankly, you may also have a partner who's kind of a workaholic. If you have moon and Leo in the eighth house, this is huge for ups and downs in relationship, a lot of transformation. You may have a partner who is in research maybe a partner who's an astrologer or a yoga teacher, really spiritual in some way, but there are going to be sudden transformation in your relationship. And just knowing that though, can cause you to harness that energy in a really positive and amazing way. Your partner may be the source of divine inner work, which is wonderful. And hopefully if they're Leonine or, you know, um, 
Cancerian in some way, they can really work with you through those ups and downs if they're there. If you have Moon and Leo in the ninth house, there may you may have really transformative teachers in your life. There's going to be a lot of emphasis around gurus and traveling, inner dharma, um, just a really strong sense of purpose. Your mother may have been a teacher for you in some way. Uh, your father may have been really nurturing. He may have taken on this more of a nurturing type of role. And your father may also take on those Leonine qualities. There will be ups and downs with teachers, transformation with teachers. I would highly recommend finding a teacher that is like, online or from a distant place, foreign from you in some way. If you have moon and Leo in the 10th house, this is excellent for your career. Oh my God. So much luck in your career. You're always going to feel an alignment. You'll get opportunities like crazy. Um, and you're going to really shine in your work. You're going to love your work. You're going to shine your work. It's, it's going to be very easy for you to gain recognition to get opportunities and to excel in the field of your choice, which may be around counseling or women or coaching of some sort. If you have moon and Leo in the 11th house, this is also really good for gains through work. This is great for gains through network circles. You may be some sort of community builder, community builder, network builder, emphasis around friendships, people in the community, again, network circles, also having a very strong connection to your hopes and your dreams. So you're really going to be trying to integrate your dreams into your work. You're going to be the type of person that just kind of like shoots for the stars and what you want. If you have moon and Leo in the 12th house, excellent for foreign affairs, excellent for working quote unquote abroad. And so keeping in mind today, abroad and foreign can mean through the internet. So you may have success through social media or just like an online business of some sort. This is wonderful for, for traveling. And you're also going to need a lot of alone time and a lot of alone time to process, maybe write. People I've seen with this placement can be a little bit self-critical at times. So being careful with that and paying a lot of attention to your dreams. So maybe learning some different rituals or practices to remember your dreams or keeping a dream log of some sort. Highly spiritual placement. So this was Moon Through the Houses, Moon in the Sign of Leo. I hope that it was helpful. If you want to schedule a reading with me, you can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. You can schedule yourself at innerknowing.yoga. And please follow my Instagram for astrologynow, astrologynow underscore podcast. Thank you so much.